0: BDSM United Podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining me for another Sex Magic Podcast series on BDSM United Podcast. The circle is cast thrice by blade, by scourge, and by bonds. The four quarters are invoked twice. First for the outer worlds and second for the worlds within. The breath of life the fire of passion, the moisture of union, and the earth of being. The goddess is invoked as Kalima, she who binds and she who must be bound. The god is invoked as Shiva, he who manifests as both male and female, the dancer and the danced upon. The declaration of intent is made by both partners that this is to be a ceremony personal growth for each other manifested in the form of erotic surrender today's sex magic podcast is dark tantra a surrender ceremony the dominant faces the submissive barely touching heart to heart lip to lip submissive offers the fealty of her senses to him as his bound handmaid Dominant binds the submissive with cord and also with blindfold and earplugs which will muffle but not totally exclude all sound and leaves her alone on the bed for a suitable time for sensory deprivation. Dominant signals his approach by the crack of the scourge cutting the air and by the feel of his breath alone on some exposed part of her body. Submissive offers the gift of her pride, that she may learn humility. Dominant questions her on the meaning of pride and why it needs to be surrendered sometimes. Then he offers to hold her pride for her, tying a knot in the black satin cord he wears round his waist in this part of the rite. In return for her offering, Submissive humbly asks that Dominant grant her the sight of his face Dominant teases her a little and asks her what she expects to see, the face of a god or the face of a man. Finally he removes the blindfold making and holding eye contact with Submissive. Submissive thanks him and asks to surrender her will that she may learn the value of obedience. Dominant questions the offering of will and makes her speak on how it had come to be misused. Then Dominant ties her will into a second knot in the black cord. Submissive thanks him and humbly asks Dominant to grant her the gift of the clarity of his voice, that she may learn to hear and obey his commands. Dominant teases her a little about how she might try to twist his words to mean more than they actually mean, but he removes her earplugs. He speaks to Submissive about will and obedience, and the power of command. Then Dominant gives Submissive some erotic command of his own fancy, and she complies with his demand, whatever that might be. Submissive asks that Dominant accept the offering of her human spirit, that she may discover union with her animal nature. Dominant ties her human spirit into the third knot in the cord, and he may also choose to fasten a collar of obedience around her neck with the words, You are mine. Submissive thanks Dominant and humbly asks for the gift of his scent so she can recognize the smell of her master. Dominant teases her a little about whether... She would be able to recognize him in a crowd if she were blindfolded. Dominant then moves very close, but not quite touching, so that Submissive can smell his musk. Dominant commands to touch herself and arouse her animal passions for his delight. And this is ideally followed by a somewhat steamy scene. Dominant calls a halt when he senses Submissive is close to orgasm. Submissive asks Dominant to accept accept the sovereignty of her body to use as he wills, as the land submits to the king, so that she may finally learn about total trust. Dominant seriously asks Submissive about what the sovereignty of a woman's body means to her, and at what terrible cost she has gained it, and at what extreme need she is offering it into his keeping. Dominant reluctantly accepts the gift of the sovereignty of her body, tying it into the fourth knot in the cord. Submissive thanks him and begs for the gift of his touch. Dominant then uses his touch as he wills to arouse her to orgasm. When Submissive can breathe and speak again, she offers Dominant her powers of independent speech that she may journey through eloquence into silence. Dominant compels Submissive to meditate in silence for as long as he thinks it's beneficial, then grants Submissive permission to speak again briefly. Submissive begs Dominant to reward her with the gift of his taste. Dominant takes her head into his hand and kisses her, and then orders her to give him a tongue bath until he chooses to come, however he pleases, finally permitting her to lick his seed from his fingers. In the quiet of afterglow, Dominant enumerates the submissive, the gifts she has given him, and the gifts of the senses he has given her in return. She confirms that they have a contract for her to practice her vows until the time they have previously agreed upon is over, and they will hold a simple ceremony of unbinding. At that time the knots in Dominant's sash will be untied one by one, and each gift returned to Submissive, who agrees to reclaim the burden of power that Dominant is holding for her at that time. For now, Dominant unbinds her hands and ties the five knotted cord around her waist in token of the vows of bondage. Submissive will wear this the entire time of her servitude. Be that an hour, or a day, or a week, Dominant formally accepts her servitude with the words so be it. Submissive acknowledges and the words so mote it be. The gods and goddesses are thanked for their presence and are released to become observers of their vessels and to partake in their pleasure if they so desire, but are asked to continue their guidance that these rites may still retain their sacred touch, even if the vessels are to be left on their own. The four outer quarters are dismissed, but the four inner quarters are left in place so that the breath of life The Fire of Passion, the Moisture of Union, and the Earth of Being will still lend their powers to these vessels. The circle is opened so that the vessels may come and go as they need to, but a dark, very thread should remain in place to guide and guard this space, as it is still in use for the practice of sacred vows. Dominant and submissive are now empowered to practice the master-slave relationship where they're agreed upon time, to be erotically creative and to push their limits in the yoga of dominance and submission. Together, they may choose to explore this darkest bond and perhaps they can succeed in passing all the ways through it and out the other side. When they're finished with their practice, they hold the ceremony of unbinding In which the dominant gives submissive back her powers one by one and submissive tells dominant the lessons she has learned they rebalance their powers into equality and perhaps they switch places and he surrenders to her the god and goddess elements and circle are thanked and dismissed Another option is that some portion of the circling quarters are left in place to be renewed if the roles are reversed and the priest gives his power to the priestess in the next evening's ceremony or surrender. Even though this may seem to be a simple scene in the eyes of advanced BDSM practitioners, when done in a ritual manner... This ceremony has extreme power to both bond the dominant and the submissive to each other and to liberate them both from the need to always be in charge. Good dominants cherish and nurture their submissives using their intuitive empathetic powers channeled through them by the gods to heal and transform both themselves and their submissives. The best BDSM, or the best ritual BDSM is carefully negotiated, and limits may be pushed, but they're always respected. The motto of the BDSM priest or priestess is safe, sane, consensual, and sacred. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for listening to this BDSM United podcast in our Sex Magic podcast series. Uh, We created this series because a lot of times, uh, in a lot of resources and books, it tells you that sex magic exists, but it doesn't actually tell you how to do sex magic workings and we wanted rubber to meet the road and to you to have practical workings that you can do rituals, invocations spells, all different types of um, all different types of workings you can find uh, all of our resources at www.bdsmunited it's been a joy speaking with you about This ceremony, this dark tantra surrender ceremony. And uh, it's been a joy talking to you today, and I will talk to you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of Whips, Chains, and Duct Tape, and she's built a very inclusive service That is Dating Kinky, built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a PLUS membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. PLUS membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.